Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who's been filling in his applications for a job at Woodville Pizza Bar today, my co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads... In the millions. Tuning in right around the world. Okay, the usual question. We're going to have to start this the usual way. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> All right, so the uh, the Woodville Adelaide... Pizza, Woodville Pizza Bar. <laughs> Woodville Pizza Bar. A tr- trending, trending topic today uh, on the basis of the South Australia lockdown, the cluster. Uh, of, the cluster. Uh, <laughs> the cluster, apparently. Uh, the One of the guys who, who was in the, in the original group of the cluster hmm. lied to contact tracers. Uh, saying, oh, yeah, and I went and grabbed a pizza from this joint, Woodville Pizza Bar, and uh, <laughs> ducked on out. Turns out he actually works in the Woodville Pizza Bar. Okay, so to break, to like give more context to the story for like our American brothers and sisters who may not know what the fuck we're talking about, I covered yeah. this a little bit on uh, Monday night on my show, The Daily Boogie. So uh, South Australia, it's like, oh, no, no, we've got to go back into lockdown. Uh, by the way, we're bringing in uh, mass surveillance, so we're bringing in facial recognition technology, so you're going to have to scan your face and let police track your phone so we don't have to go and knock on your door. It's so convenient, Greener. So now, yeah, now, the, police aren't gonna, now the police aren't going to bother me. Now the government can just say where I am all the time. Isn't that so much better? So, Cuts <laughs> out the middle, man. Yeah, exactly. So much more efficient, Greener. Uh, exactly. So so this has all happened based on the fact that there was apparently like some kind of super spreader event where three people, Greeno, three people apparently mm-hmm. came down with the coof. Now, not yeah. not three million, not three thousand, okay, three. It's, it's like that Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory scene, you know, just three. Yes, sir, yeah. just three people. And apparently yeah. the hot spot, the hot zone, Greeno, was this Woodville Pizza Bar? Is that correct? The Pizza Bar, that's the one, <laughs> uh, because that was where that's where the spread kind of came from. The good news is the spread. For, uh, now tell uh, me about this spread. <laughs> yeah, the good news about the South for our South Australian brothers and sisters is because these dudes lie to contact tracers, uh, it means they're like, hang on. Well, we thought you went to these fifty places, and turns out you were just there working your shift. <laughs> well, we can we can cut the lockdown early. Fuck it, six days <laughs> done. No, we're finished. Oh, what a fucking calamity. <laughs> so, no, this, this, this guy's a national hero when you think about it. He's just single-handedly managed to uh, reduce a lockdown He's by three days. coronavirus. <laughs> he fixed it. He's so, a fixer. So, he, knows, he knows a lot about pizza. doesn't know anything about coronavirus. doesn't know anything about infectious uh, diseases, uh, but he's fixed it. Well, he's he's not the only one who doesn't know anything about coronavirus because apparently the government doesn't either. Because I've seen, like, uh, so the government has now come out and said, oh, we were going to do this. So think about this. Like, Try to put yourself in the mind of like a business owner in Adelaide, right? So you hmm. get told, what, three days ago, by the way, from midnight tonight, that's all the that's all the notice you got. Like from midnight tonight, everything's going to be locked down. Everything's going to be closed for the next month or whatever it was, two weeks, a month. Six days. Six, uh, Six days. Yeah. That was the rule. Bullshit. I, th- I, saw, I thought I saw 14 it. days, but anyway. Nah, it was six days. Someone's like, hey, what's with the six? Nah, nah it's, six sounds good. Cool. Oh, corona, corona only sticks around for six days now. Is that what it is? Six. Well, in Adelaide. Yeah, right. Nobody Even wants to say that. Adelaide. Adelaide, <laughs> so anyway, but you get, the, you get told for an indeterminate amount of time, like let's not fuck around with this six days, two weeks, whatever. It's been 10 months. So, you know, like 
the government can say it's six days and then on the sixth day they'll say, oh, by the way, we need to extend it by another month because they've done that previously already many times in different states. So anyway, you're a business owner. The government comes down and says, we're going to close your business as of midnight tonight. Sorry, nothing we can do about it. Then three days later, Greeno, it turns out that, oh, oh, sorry, this was all based on the fact that one guy who works in a pizza shop said he was in a place when he wasn't there. And so, yeah. by the way, so now we're not going to do it. So sorry about that. But it's his fault. And it's like, no, 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 you're the fucking government. You have billions of dollars to spend. You have teams of people. You have, like, you have a whole apparatus. You cannot blame this one guy for getting it wrong. This is entirely your fucker. And people are now like defending. It's like, well, no, the government did the right thing because when they found out about this one guy who ha- who said he lied to contact tracers, then they reversed their decision. It's like, no, no, no. The problem here is basing basing the decision on the fact that one guy was at a pizza place in the first place. That's the problem. <laughs> it's so it's bra- fucking stupid. No, mate, it's the brave new world we live in. We, deserve, we deserve this. We totally oh, deserve it. this. Great. Entertaining. <laughs> how, else am I getting, how else are we getting six oh, minutes worth of material? What a fucking, uh, what a joke. Mate. So the uh, whole Dan, economy had to shut down because one guy said he was at a pizza place when he wasn't, or whatever whatever the fuck it was. He said he was in a place where he wasn't. And then they go, mm. well, it's not our fault. That guy lied. It's like, well, wow. <laughs> Now the question is, Damo, the pizza guy, uh, is it is it too early to get him in on I'm a celebrity, get me out of here? Uh, yeah, well he's can a we, celebrity. Can we get him in? He's probably better than hot dogs already. He's got oh definitely. Well yeah, let's that's that's let's just back that up. Let's mm. not make statements we let's can't. Let's not go crazy. Back. Yeah, yeah. Let's not uh, go crazy. <laughs> Before we start putting the hot dogs, better than hot dogs label on him. Uh, uh, let's let's just calm down. Uh, Damo, can you hear a story time for me, please, sir? Absolutely. I like stories about pinatas. It's 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 been an interesting week for Greeno because for some reason I've ended up having to talk nonstop at work. Pretty much the entire time I'm at work, five days this week. Yeah, now hang on, hang on. I need to interrupt you. I like stories yeah. about pinatas. In the in the interest of being accurate here on this show, mm-hmm. like we're yeah. not we're not fucking Woodville Pizza employees here. Here we nah. care about the facts. We care about it's the truth. About facts. Uh, so you weren't you weren't at work. You weren't talking at work. You were talking. You're effectively working remotely now. You were talking to work. Yeah, to work. Yeah, you to... weren't there. Well, I was there in spirit. I like um, stories about pinatas. So we need to clear that up. So it was the first week of like a new structure in in my in my company, mm. and their way to increase productivity is eight thousand meetings. They're oh, like, good. here's a here's a good idea. The way we're going to get more work done is for to put people in meetings instead of being able to do work. Mm. So that led to me having to, you know, host and deliver a bunch of meetings. And then on top of it, I had a couple of new starters who had to be trained up. So I got to sit there and deliver sessions. Uh-huh. Now, normally I do a bit of delegation. I palm it off to a couple other people that have experience. Problem is my whole team, that the people that do have experience have left. And the one guy that was uh, I normally can rely on, he was off sick this week. So, so these, like, aren't, well, these aren't the Triple J style sessions where it's like a bunch of cool people uh, get high and play music or anything like that. Your sessions, I imagine, are very different. Yeah, very much so. I'm, I'm uh, delving into the depths of, of how to analyze uh, financial statements and mm. you know, uh, assess uh, use use of Excel spreadsheets and, and whatnot. It's very dour. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sexy greeno over here. 
To, to the point, uh, I, I had to apologize before I even started the session to these poor two new guys. I'm like, you're going to hear me talking nonstop for five straight days, mm. and I don't want to hear me talk for five days, so I feel feel for you guys. Mm. So by the time I got to late, uh, late this afternoon, I was like, really? like I don't know if I've got any voice left in me. Like, I'm going to do the block tonight. And then you messaged me and said, uh, I don't think we can do the show tonight. We're going to can it. We're going to shit had, can had, it. Had, had a big day, but I was in the middle of cooking dinner, so I didn't get a chance to to see your message till a little bit later. Yeah. And the thing the thing went full circle. You're like, fuck it, mate, can't do it. Not going to do the show. Yep. And then it went through, oh, maybe. Ah, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, fuck it. So, <laughs> so reading through three messages, I was like, excellent, I get to serve my voice. Or maybe I don't. Yeah. Oh, man. But then the the era of excitement kicked back in when I saw the return of the BE report. I'm like, well, now we have to do yes, the show. Yes, BE report coming back. What's it, the first one in about two months, three months, something like that? Yeah, probably about that. I think uh, there was one just before we went on break, oh. uh, a bit of a, a quick BE update. Yeah. And then, but this is like the first official report. Yeah, and you know, like BE's a nice guy and everything like that. And he does like some good work for the show. But I've got to be honest here, I, you know, I've got to put my hand up. He thinks just because his wife and mother to his children was in like a crippling accident, uh, which resulted in her being in hospital, I think he took it upon himself to like not deliver these reports for free to our show that nobody watches. You're saying and, that there's, there were some interesting priority choices taken there. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I would imagine knowing Tuma as little as we do, um, mm. I would imagine that she would be horrified at the thought that he was more concerned with, you know, raising their children, going to and being at her side at the hospital rather mm. than doing these little bullshit videos for us. <laughs> like, I, I, I know her, and she would be like, no, 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 what the hell are you doing? You committed to the show. You're, you're there would have been some serious team. conversations had, I believe, in, in the uh, the Everly household. Potential divorce, everything. Like, everything should have been on the table at that point. Like, this yeah. is not the – I imagine it was one of these, Greeno. This is not the man I married, one of those. Yeah. Getting thrown in his face. You, you, you've changed, BE. Change. You've changed. It used to be all about the show. It used to be all about the block. What's this? That's it. What, what are you doing? Making sandwiches for the kids. What the hell is wrong yeah, with Yeah, dropping them off at daycare. What are you doing? Get in that wardrobe. Uh, get in that wardrobe and make a video, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> the, the blockheads need it. All six of them in the chat. Exactly. Um, we got six in the chat this week. How many have we got this week? We make it to six? Oh, we're past six. We got nine, brother. Ah, uh, mate, it's, yeah, no, uh, no women's state of origin on tonight. No, well, I mean, that's a ratings well, killer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like I said last week, we 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 fought. We had to fight for the listeners there last week. Can so. I just can uh, I just interrupt your story? Just I for like a stories about pinatas. We'll close it. Well, so I'll close my interruption. I like stories about pinatas. And now I'll close your story. I like stories about pinatas. And just do a little bit of nice, Gary. Queensland rugby league, my friend. How good was that? Now, I'm going to do my own little story here. I like stories about pinatas. So, Greeno and myself, we, we dabble. Would you say it's fair to say we dabble in a little bit of sports betting from time to time? Nothing too crazy, Greeno. Uh, yeah, nothing too crazy. But, yeah, we throw a few bucks on here or there. Throw a few bucks around sometimes. I used to be far more into it than I am now. But mm. um, these days, every now and then, I, I put a little something on something, you know. Uh, so Greeno got in touch, and before the first State of Origin game, which is Queensland versus New South Wales, happens every year in the rugby league, before the first New so uh, State of Origin game, Greeno's like, you know what? Uh, put it all on the Blues. <laughs> the Blues are a good thing. They're sure to win. 
Uh, Queensland were what were they again? Four dollars and something. Four dollars ten. Like two- first first time I've bet on New South Wales in fifteen years. Yeah, because I always just bet against the team I want to win, and Queensland are generally better. Yeah. So this is the year. I'm like, look, I can't burn fucking money on Queensland. I better make sure I bet on New South Wales. <laughs> to like, which I replied, "You're fucking mad because anything in yeah. a two horse race that's paying over four bucks, it's like an insta bet. You have Get to on. Yeah, it's a fifty fifty shot. You got to go for it. Mm. So of course Queensland wins." And Greeno loses his dosh because you yeah. have to load up at a dollar fifteen to make yeah. any kind of return. So I imagine like a lot of budget, a lot of the betting budget for the year went on that fucking particular bet. There were some digits lost. Yeah. There were some digits. There were some zeros gone missing <laughs> after that one. So, so anyway, fast forward another week and it's game two. It's a three-game series. Now in game two, Queensland were again the outsiders, but you have 390. to 390. That's not even much better than the first game. That's still a very yeah. tasty bet. But after the Greeno first got on one, Queen- yeah, yeah, of course. So Greeno got on Queensland for the second leg, which you would absolutely recommend doing because <clears throat> hang on, we got Discord. Discord's taking a shit on me here. It's he's gonna come back and he's gonna go. Are you back, Greeno? Uh oh. Greeno. 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 <sighs> nice, Gary. I don't know where he is. I can see him there, but I'm not getting any audio from him. Greeno. 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 Okay. Let's let's kick him out, and then we'll try and bring him back in. How about that? Let's try this. Uh. All right, kicked him out. He'll come back in. Whoa. Okay, got you now. That's better. There we go. We're back in action. All right. So uh, let's pretend that didn't happen. That's nice and professional. Nice, Gary. So leg two comes around in the state of origin. Queensland now paying $3.90. But... The, historically, right, whoever wins the first game, you, the, the chances that you'll win the second game are much improved after you win the first game, I think. I you're think, feeling confident. Yeah. You're, you're going in good. Like, I don't know the stats, but I would be, I, I think it's fair to say that there are fewer deciders than you think there are, if that makes sense. And yep. then when you when you balance that, when you leverage that against the $3.90, it's a good fucking bet. So, mm-hmm. so Greeno cancels out his first bet, loads up on Queensland for leg two. What happened in the second game, Greeno? Queensland got smashed, Amy. <laughs> so not only did I lose in Queensland, I did a double dabble. So um, so I'm like, well, I'll get on Queensland, but then I'm also going to get on Queensland in the line as a safety net. Yeah. Thinking, look, if they lose, they're not going to lose by much. What was the line? Not, like 12 and a half or something? Nine and a half. No. And I'm like, well, surely that's fucking, that's free money. So not only did I lose <laughs> the, the head to head, I lost the line as well, chasing my original New South Wales oh, coin. Oh, yeah. You can't so throw, now can't throw good money after bad, Greeno. So then, so you lose on on leg two. Now I don't know how this story ends, but then game three comes around. Now I imagine if it gets to game three after New South Wales win game two, Queensland have been rank outsiders for the first two games. Even though the final game is in Queensland, I imagine everyone was like, New South Wales can't possibly lose. So what they were can't the odds? Lose the demo. What were the, the odds? odds? New South Wales were buck thirty. <laughs> Bookies, nice, Gary. Fucking bookies are taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
what happened in the and 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 the result of the third game, Greeno? Queensland smashed him. Yeah. Absolutely smashed him. It was a close uh, finish, though, wasn't it? Ah, uh, look, the final scoreline said it was close. Queensland blew about four tries. Mm. Um, they they dominated the entire game. New South Wales got lucky. One of their tries was scored off a drop ball in the end goal, and they scored one late. So it was yeah, it, it was a lot a lot more one sided than the score showed. Yeah, right. And and so did you bet on the third game? Yes or no? Well, I did, but okay. and 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 where did the you good, put your money? The good, the good news is, I said, look, I, I don't trust Queensland head to head, but I also don't trust New South Wales to lock this thing down. So I went Queensland with the line uh, minus six and a half, and got a little bit of my money back. Okay. Nice, so, Gary. So you you now covered pro- your losses. The problem you, is though, you, you well, well, you consolidated greener. Well, you'd think that. But then I got a bit greedy. So then I had to start putting bets on like any time try scorers to try and chase some more coin. Mm. So the money I won back. Stay from away Queensland from those. Exo- got to stay away from those exotics, mate. They're, well, they're, they got up in game two to killers. save some of my losses. So it was all good. So then that ended up uh, eliminating the wins I just got on Queensland. So I came out even zero for game three. Oh, mate. The only time I'll touch an exotic is if I'm like putting it in a multi or something, you know, and if it's like a really short favorite. And I'm not putting much on it, so like you know, because I'm not. There's no way I'm I'm loading up at a dollar thirty in a two horse race. It's not. Oh, no, no chance. But if I can if I can parlay that dollar thirty into like the first try score or or a first uh you know first score or whatever, then all of a sudden it starts to get up to around that two two fifty mark. Then it's like, well, mm. now it's worth it. Now it's worth something. Yeah. yeah, look, my exotic wasn't like a crazy one. It was Josh Adokar to score a try at some time. He scored 11 tries in nine Origin games. It's far from a, you know, a, a roughie a to try shake. and get some odds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he scored a try in every game so far this series. And <laughs> I'm like, well. didn't score one, did he? And he didn't score in games. <laughs> oh, no. Didn't even get close to it. Oh, shit, Greener. Uh, Damo, uh, you got to give a tip of the hat to fucking Queensland. Mm. Uh, Labelled before the series started as the worst Queensland team in history. Yep. And fucking the, the old dog, Wayne Bennett, just yeah. fucking pulls one out of the hat, gets them up for the, the big games. New South Wales walk in very confident. You know, and lo and behold, they should have pumped. they should have learned their fucking lesson. Because do you remember the do you remember the last time they said it's the worst Queensland team in history? Ninety five. That was the Super League era, right? When it was had, where yep. Ben Iken got pulled out of reserve grade as a seventeen year old to play starting center. Fucking and he Wayne, up and, what was his name? Wayne Bartram was playing hooker. Wayne Bartram for yeah. Queensland. <laughs> I know, no, no. That was Jamie Goddard who was playing nine for Queensland. Jamie Goddard, but Bartram would have been lock or something. I think he was, probably, he was playing lock. Yeah, you had Billy Moore um, was in there. Yeah, that was yeah. that was the famous. I, it, that was the year of the famous Queenslander. Queenslander. The Queenslander. And you still had they still had some good players. Still had Sven Sven in the back row. Oh yeah, but they shouldn't have because Brisbane went to Super League that year. They were missing oh, like eight or nine of their top. Queensland players, and Queensland ended up sweeping that series, I think, 3-0. They did. They did. When Ben Iken rocked up, Fatty Vorton, who was the coach, didn't even know who he was. Exactly. That's how bad Queensland was. Fucking poor fucking Vorton was coaching them. (laughs) He looked looked at him and he said, sorry, mate, the under-19 squad's training over there. And he's like, no, I'm in your team, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) The same Um, thing happened to Alan Langer when he made his uh, origin debut. I can't remember which player it was. I think it might have been like Lewis or one of the older Queensland players because Langer was like 19 when he got picked for his first origin. At a reserve grade, yeah. Yeah, well, he was playing for uh, Brisbane local. The feeder club. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. 
And so nobody heard of him. They thought he was there to fucking wash the towels in the dressing room. Mm. They had no idea who he was. And he ended up coming out and winning the series. That's uh, times. Man every, of the match, yeah. Every time you say to, to Queensland, oh, you're fucking, you're shot. There's no way you're going to win this. They win. So you can, you've got to stop doing it, <laughs> New South Wales. Uh, <laughs> the, only, the only saving grace before we go to an ad after this demo mm. is uh, i got an origin stat man for you. Oh, okay. Hang on. Man. Let me load up the it, stat man. I'm a stat man. The only saving grace out of New South Wales losing and all the coin I lost in this series uh-huh. is Edric Lee has now won as many Origin series as Paul Gallon. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back to the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls remember if you want to get in touch with us the absolute best way to do so would be via the little blue bird follow myself at boogie bumper follow greeno at the starting block one word drop the k at the end greeno you're a bit of a movies buff aren't you uh, historical movies buff, if you will. And by historical, you know, the peak of cinema, 1980 through to 1995. 1980 through to 1995. <laughs> you know, I was... Uh, peak, peak cinema. I saw, I saw something being advertised, uh, fucking Fast Times at Ridgemont High the other mm-hmm. day. And I was like, holy shit, when was that? That was like 1982? Nah, then, a, bit, a bit after that, but yeah, close. 80, 84 maybe? Yeah, there or thereabouts. Right. 
And so the starlet in that movie, of course, is the great Phoebe Cates, Greeno. Who, Cates, yeah, of, uh, Drop Dead Fred, Fred fame. Drop Dead Fred. Um, yeah. What else? She, she was in Gremlins as well. She was in Gremlins, that's right. And But those movies, see, this is the, the weird thing about the Phoebe Cates issue is, right? Actually, sorry, mate, I don't mean to interrupt. Can you hear a sorry book for me? Okay. Oh, really? We're going to do a sorry book. Don't know, sorry, but... Siren seems to be the hardest one. This one's for you there. Last time I was at Ridgemont High, 1982 film. You were correct, sir. I was correct. You were correct. Nailed it. Corrected you when you were actually right. There you go. There you go. It's not very often I get one of these right compared to you, the great, uh, the great winner of Frozen Chooks going around the country hustling Frozen Chooks out of pub trivia nights, Greeno. So I'll take that frozen chook every day of the week. Nice so <clears throat> I can't remember, like it was some banner or something. It was like, hey, watch all the classics. You know how you get like the streaming services? And it was like, watch all the classics. Yeah. First times at Ridgemont High. And I was like, oh yeah, fuck, that was a long time ago. But then then I was thinking about Phoebe Cates because of course she does the famous like semi-nude scene in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High that everybody well, references. Well, semi-nude, there's tip. It's tit. Well, that's semi, though. There's no vag. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's half nude. No one, on no one cares about tits anymore. Like, <laughs> you can see tits everywhere. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Maybe back in the 1980s it was. But then 80s I was, it was huge, yeah. Yeah, oh, of course. But then I was thinking about the, her career progression, right? So if you think about mm. Phoebe Cates, usually what happens is you do the tit once you're you, – you reveal the tit once your career starts to wane – Right. Well, like once she, it she starts to go down, yeah. she did the opposite. She started out yeah. with the tits and then yeah. she got more roles on the back of it, which were like actually like wholesome family friendly roles. Mm, <laughs> spot on. Most of them start the other way around. So I just, I just found that interesting. And I was like, I wonder what Phoebe Cates is doing right now. Apparently she runs a business or something. I don't know, but she's nearly 60 years old, Greeno. And still looks stunning. She's I'd still, still go there. You, you'd still go there. Still go there. 60 year old she's Phoebe Cates. Well, you know she's, what they say. She's still that quality. Well, I think the last big movie she was in was in Gremlins, Greener, and that's appropriate because now near the age of 60, you just can't get it wet after midnight. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> Sorry. Night, Gary. Uh, I apologize. But the reason I bring it up, because you're, you're a big movie buff, Greener, especially a historical movie buff, I thought you'd be interested in this story. Lashana Lynch will play a new black lesbian 007 in No Time to Ooh. Die, when it eventually comes out, reports claim. <laughs> reports. Whispers. Uh, uh. See, People in the know. So Bond is going from uh, a, a male sex symbol, uh, uh, middle-aged man, uh, very suave, uh, to now a, 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 what is it? A, a black lesbian. Black lesbian. <laughs> black lesbian. Well, you got to tick the boxes in, in this, you know. Crazy I, I, new world we live in. Well, see, you got to make sure every base is covered. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed she has a sexual preference. I, I prefer like non-binary. Uh, and and you're going to have to give me another. I'm going to give you another sorry book, Greeno. This is a sorry book for you, not from me, yeah. but from you to me. You're going to have to say sorry again, again, Greeno, because I said. Wayne Bartram was playing hooker in that Queensland team. BE from the UK is in the chat on DLive and he said Bartram was playing hooker, Greeno, in that yeah, Queensland I mean, team. Well, yeah, and didn't Jamie Goddard get into a, a, a fist fight with Joey Johns in that series? But Goddard and- must have been coming off the bench or something. Wayne Bartram, I, I thought I remembered Wayne Bartram playing hooker. 
He was playing for St. George at the time, if I'm Yeah, I thought mistaken. he played lock, though. I don't know. Could be well, wrong. Well, no, Billy Moore was playing lock. Yeah, Billy Moore was lock. There so you, there you go. go. Blaine Bartram. It is a sorry book. There we go. This is, this is why you lost three State of Origin bets, Grant. You're slipping, boy. <laughs> Jamie Goddard isn't even in the squad. Oh, where the fuck did I pull that one from? That must be 96. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, two sorry books in a row. Back to back for your boy, boy. And there you go. Fun fact. Mm. A bit of a celebrity spotting during the week. The fullback for that 95 series for Queensland. Rowdy. Well, Robbie O'Davis. Oh, no. Robbie O'Davis, was it? Yeah. Uh, B.E. Uh, ran into him at the, the club earlier this week. Really? Is yeah, he, was, so- was he was he picking up glasses, was he? Or- no. <laughs> he's working he's, there. <laughs> he's still looking very Roy jacked, uh, Robbie O, oh, in, his, in his retirement. He was he was a good player. He was a good player. Robbie he was a great O'Davis. player. Yeah, yeah, he was fantastic. I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he was one of the greats, you know, but he was hmm. definitely a handy. I put him on the same level as Tim Brasher. So it's Ooh, probably that's a big call. Nah, Tim Brasher was New South Welshmen pull their fucking dicks over Tim Brasher just because he was there for fifty years, but he wasn't like one of the best fullbacks that you've ever seen. Like Tim no. Brasher, no way, no way. He's got a special. He's got a special spot in my heart for you know, <laughs> Julian. Vintage, Julian O'Neill. Julian O'Neill only played about four or five seasons because he kept getting drunk and pissing on blackjack dealers in the casino in Brisbane, <laughs> shitting he, on tables. I believe he yeah. was a better fullback than Tim Brasher. Oh, that's that's very big. That's well, a very big. Call. I mean, if he had a, if he had been able to stay off the drink, he would have been. But he, he just yeah. couldn't. Like, he was too good. That's what happens to these Brisbane players if they, if they can't handle it. They just get a couple of grogs into them. Next thing you know, they're taking shits in hallways, Nate Miles style. It's all going. Thanks right. for coming. Thanks that's for right. coming, Greener. All right, uh, Damo. Speaking of movies, I believe we, we talked last week about levels of puppies and babies. Mm. Or Wolf Wolf Wire, as we like to record it, that, that maybe impacts the 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 cuter the picture, the more puppies in the picture, the more elaborate the photo shoot. Yeah, uh, makes you really question how, how fucked up that person is. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and you came across a, a puppies and the babies earlier this week. Not just uh, a puppies and a babies greener, a Captain America puppies and babies. Captain America, Chris Evans, Chris Evans, Captain America styles. Look at this. And you know what? It's not just the puppies and the babies, Greeno. It's also the knitted vest, uh, the knitted sweater. We're getting into Lewis Hamilton territory here. He's very close. He's he's grazing Lewis Hamilton levels of wankiness, isn't he? Mm. Uh, Now, Chris Evans. Now, for me, I, you're not a big Marvel movie fan, eh? Like, I love the Marvel movies. Last last Marvel movie I watched was Spider-Man 1. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, I'm I, I'm a big fan of the Avengers movies and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm a guy, I like uh, Iron Man because he's, you know, he's cheeky and he, he doesn't give a fuck and he's full of himself and he's arrogant and all that mm-hmm. stuff. My least favorite uh, Marvel character is Captain America because he's yeah. such a fucking punce. Yeah, <laughs> such a he's such a dickhead. Like he's such he's so fun. It's like everyone else is having fun and cracking jokes and everything, and Captain America walks in. It's like this is no time to joke. The world's at stake. It's like ah, yeah, I get can't out. fucking stand him. He's also like he's one of these celebrities who thinks it's brave to say things against Donald Trump on Twitter. Like I don't know, I don't know if anybody t- caught him up or not, but it seems like. 98% of Hollywood is against Donald Trump, which is, you know, it's just fine. You can be against Donald Trump, but stop trying to tell me that you're so fucking brave for doing it. Like that's, yeah. that's it's brave actually to go the other way because you won't actually, you won't get another job. Yeah. <laughs> which is what we- yeah. Brave is to go the opposite. Definitely. Exactly. So I wonder what he's been doing in his spare time. Now I have to preface this puppies and the babies video, Greeno with 
this is absolutely without it without question one of the most adorable puppies we've ever seen on puppies and babies which really makes me think he's doing some real douche it must be shit really bad he's probably got he's probably got haitian children tied up in his basement somewhere mm. <laughs> let's have a look at the puppy i mean it's a good looking doggo it's a very paddable doggo look at it milo do you hear what he's listening to did you hear the dog's name, Damo? No, what's the dog's name? Hang on, let me see. Milo. <gasps> it's Milo! Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I had no idea when I said this through that the dog's name was fucking Milo. There you go, David. All right, let's did get you Milo know? Rankings. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I only just heard it say then. Wow, that worked out nicely. Because our next segment is Milo ranking, so that's a great segue. Oh, this uh, is a this is a bombshell, Greeno. This is a bombshell. Well, now I've got to do fucking last minute organization here because fucking anything can happen. We need happen to adjust now. the Milo rankings on the fly. Uh, all right, look. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before before you get to the Milo rankings, look at this doggo. Tell mm. me that's not worthy of Milo ranking status right there. Let me see if it, the picture will load. Hang on. Fucking Instagram. Uh, Look, I mean that is that's a cute fucking doggo. Uh, that's that's uh, that's a cuter doggo than the original Milo from Milo and Otis. We'll we'll take we'll take a moment to to re, uh, reconfigure. We've got to recalibrate uh, the rankings. We'll recalibrate the rankings, but look, uh, I'll get the I'll get the team on it as we speak. Uh-huh. Um, we'll have the the final rankings. We'll do a bit of background. Uh, good news this week. We do have a couple of uh, we have some uh, some new entries into the top ten demo. Okay. Uh, because uh, BE uh, who's been doing some some good Milo reporting in the background for the team uh, has found personalized personalized Milo tins. Just in time for Christmas. Now, explain personalized Milo tin. So you you get in touch with Milo the company. Yeah. Which is, have we ever added Milo the company to the Milo rankings? They're they're well outside the top ten, unfortunately. Because okay. uh, <laughs> we don't we don't we don't know corporate shills. When it, we, that doesn't they, they can't pay us enough fat cash to get themselves in the rankings to try and True. boost their True. boost their numbers. They, but uh, they basically the don't exist. For the purpose yeah, pretty of this much. Show. Yeah, right. for the purpose of this, we don't want to be we don't because we don't want to get in the pocket of, nah. of the big Milo conglomerates because they're, they're going to be owned by any fucking white shoe pricks. Yeah, because I don't want people questioning the validity of the rankings just because you know we're, we've got a company in there. So That's right. it's all fair call. We're not going to become corporate whores, Greener. No, not for words. not for Milo rankings. We can do it for other portions of the show. Yeah, like, definitely. Tab, uh, Tui's new, whatever you got, yeah. send it out. Don Camaro, Don Camaro, whatever. Camaro. Don Camaro. Magician. <laughs> Don Camaro's lost his mind. Get ready for Don Camaro's Super Mega Sale Bonanza. Total liquidation of all magic and pen supplies. Ducks, box, turtles, magic wands, and gorgeous blonde assistants. And that's just the beginning. Snakes, magic hats, puppy sweaters, disappearing ink, all prices too low to mention. Only at Don Camaro's Magic Events. That's Don Camaro's Magic Events. See you there. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Thanks Don. Don. Good to have you still on board. Uh, so, but yeah, basically what you do is Milo, in the spirit of Christmas, and not for their corporate pockets, uh, uh, allow you to get your name printed onto a tin of Milo. Mm-hmm. So you send in, you, you send in your name, you send them twelve bucks fifty, and they'll they'll send you out some Milo with your name on it. Now so, I uh, have to. Uh, sorry, I have to ask. Now, yeah. just say let's just let's just put this out there as a scenario. Yeah. Are we putting Milo the personalized tin as a concept on the list or 
what say like myself, yourself, BE from the UK, uh, Unity Day Troy, what if we all got our own Milo tins personalized to us? Would they be hmm. individually edu- uh, eligible for the rankings or not? Or is it just the, the personalized tin concept? It has to be. I think it has to be the concept because I think it just creates. You know, I just, I just want new- every. I just want the whole top ten to be us and all six of our listeners. <laughs> the Milo <laughs> tin. Milo tin. Look, I, I think because the issue with that is, uh, I don't want. I don't want it to be seen as playing favourites with the personalised tins. Mm. So you know, if I put Troy's tin above BE's tin, yeah, that's going to cause issues in in the block offices. So better just to keep the the personalised things as a concept. True, true. Dor- Dorothy Boyd's got enough on her plate as it is. Busy. She's very busy. Very busy. Now, uh, so BE, though, he he understands Screeno. He understands how my mind works. Uh-huh. And he saw the $12.50 price tag mm. and goes, well, Greeno's not paying this. <laughs> so he's, he's, what he's done is he's uh, taken the design of the existing Milo 10 and the personalized one, Photoshopped our names on it. Oh, really? That we, could, that we can print our own out, buy a regular tin of Milo for two bucks, mm. And just put the label around it. Now, there, I do see a potential issue with that, Greeno. <laughs> now, I suspect that if you take, you know, a trademarked brand icon and then mm-hmm. just literally just steal it <laughs> and, and start doing it yourself, you may come into... You know, you may come into some kind of legal issue, Green. I think. We'll, we'll take some creative license to make sure we can get around those loopholes, Dan. Okay, it'll be good, okay. Good. Um, so looking forward to the new Block Milo range. We'll call it. Ni- we'll call it Nilo. Nilo. Yeah. Uh, and then we've changed the rankings. It'd be like McDowell's in Coming to America. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. We got the big sexual arcs. chocolate, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> sexual chocolate. Uh, that boy, Dan. So- that boy, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he right, kicked, so he kicked the- Joey Lewis's ass. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the uh, recalibrated Milo rankings demo. Okay. Number one, uh, as always, uh, for about the 212 straight week, hmm. Milo the drink. Milo. Uh, number number two is uh, the Milo bar this week, Damo. Oh, Milo, Milo bar. Now, why, what, what, what propelled Milo bar up the rankings? Uh, the fact that you can get alternate uh, Milo bars, one with yogurt, one without. One with uh, yogurt. I was made aware of this week. So it's like a, it's like a yeah white yogurt at the bottom like a base kind of like a I guess like a uh, muesli bar and you get the yogurt covered muesli bars right so you got you got those options turns out the kids don't like the ones without the yogurt really is that right I w- so do we separate Milo bar with yogurt Milo bar without yogurt because it would nah, seem unfair it's all part that, of the Milo bar well it would seem unfair that the regular Milo bar which has never been that high on the Milo rankings should get up that high on the Milo rankings if it weren't for the yo- yogurt should be on the Milo rankings then. Well, here's what here's what I'm thinking. If anything, Milo the bar is holding back Milo with yogurt bar back. <laughs> that could that could have jumped to number one. That's why we should been. separate them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, well, well, once again, we'll send it to the Milo committee yep. and uh, get them to make an adjudication. There's a committee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number three, Damo with a bullet. Yeah. Chris Evans, dog Milo. Hey! Welcome aboard. Hey! There he goes. New Milo, straight in, straight in. So we we Shady. found out about Milo the dog. Uh, well, it's Milo Captain America's dog Milo. That's what it is, Captain Milo, America's yeah, dog yeah. Milo. We found out about yeah. it. What about four and a half minutes ago? Already, bang, yeah. n- straight to number three. D- so tell the me, committee works quick though. Yeah, I was going to say, did the fucking committee have time to discuss this or what? Of course, <laughs> so we, we caught a we caught a stat meeting and and they were able to pull two things together. Ago. Make, 
was ready for air. <laughs> they they, they work, work fast. They do. They do. In our Milo ranking offices, uh, we don't need to worry about four through to ten. Uh-huh. Uh, safe to say, though, my Milo Yiannopoulos did make the list. <laughs> Thanks, Milo. <laughs> now, so, let's get to. Uh, we're going to wrap up the segment with the uh, the return of the BE report, Damo. Yes, it's time for the BE report. Is it? Mm-hmm. I, to- I totally knew that was coming up then. All right, <clears throat> the illustrious return of BE's it's on, report. It's on the rundown. Oh, actually, no, sorry, I didn't send you the revised rundown. I did say it was after the Milo rankings, though. Yeah, but it's not on the rundown, so I'm afraid it's time for another one of... Jesus, the rundown from last night when BE sent it through today, brother. You're in good form tonight, aren't you? No? Three sorry well. books. We should have cancelled the show. <laughs> Yeah, it's working out well for me. I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know about you on the other end. All right. Uh, BE, the, the illustrious return of BE's report. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's BE report. It's great to be back. Sorry I've been away for so long, but I've actually taken a day off work today, so I thought I'd throw something together for tonight's show. Better do something, hey? So I thought we might go back to old school. Let's go back to some smart and funny stuff around the world. So... We'll start off today with uh, the naughty Pope. Now, the Vatican is investigating how the Pope's official Instagram account liked a photo of a nice Brazilian model. All right. Um, as the post was shared by the model and so-called influencer, Natalia Garibotto, in early October, featuring the model in a revealing Schoolgirl style lingerie. Oh, schoolgirl. Yeah, righto. Um, and it was liked by the Pope's official Instagram account, as you can see in the photo here. The photo was captioned with the uh, with the devil horn emoji, along with a suggestive line that I can teach you a thing or two. Um, now, the day after the incident occurred, the Catholic news agency reported that the scandal had asked the Holy See for comment, um, like it, uh, and the like was removed. It's unclear when the Pope's account liked the photo on the platform, um, and in a couple of days um, leading up to the, the event, um, obviously investigations were ongoing, and the, the Pope's account is actually run by a team of staffers who manage the, the social media presence of the Pope, um, and they still don't know how it happened. They say that none of the staffers who have that access to that account had any idea how it got on there, and... Uh, they're also reaching out to Instagram for an explanation. Um, Natalia then joked, at least I'm going to heaven. Why not? Good girl. Now, the uh, the age of the pandemic, right? So the bacon masks have come on the market. So bacon fans have now a face mask that smells of sizzling pork. The company behind the product said that the black label breathable bacon mask uses the latest in bacon smelling technology to give the the wearer the experience of of smelling a uh, sizzling rasher as they use the, in the coronavirus uh, protection implementations. Um, it promises to um, smell, and I quote, a heavily aroma of bacon. The mask can't be bought, unfortunately. You have to go to the website of the Black Label Bacon website and enter a competition to win yourself one of those bad boys. Now, next is a rub and tick. So, a sex shop in the US were offering female customers red, white, and blue vibrators for free if they pledged to vote in the White House election. Now, why not? 
Good job. All right, that, that's great. The erotic adult store in Montana says that it wanted to make Australia uh, wanted to make America orgasm again. Yeah, Australia too. Why not? We're all doing it. And they gave away 2,200 vibrators uh, in a promotion that was dubbed the Great American Orgasm. Yes. Just yes. Uh, the toys uh, were accompanied by an American flag sticker that states, I came and I voted. Bravo, America. Good to see you on board. Love that. Um, now, the following the, the, the recent release of the new Borat movie, um, the Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan um, Tourism uh, Department has now adopted the catchphrase, they nice, as a part of its official tourism slogan. Good job. Why not? Jump on board. Are they laughing with you or at you? Yeah, whatever. Whatever works. Now, please excuse me whilst I indulge in, for the first time in my life, in a non-sponsored moment of magic, that is the Milo Original Choc Malt Milk in a Soda Can. Now, this is even evidence that this took one take. Bear with me. Mmm. Not bad. Not really the, the choice of drink that I would uh, normally go to on a Friday afternoon, but let's keep it for breakfast. It's alright. Okay. Promo time. Um, head on over to your iTunes account and subscribe to the starting block. Five stars, fully sick review, all that. You know what the story is. Now, don't be shy to use the hashtag MePlus3 for TSB on all of your socials. I know you've been slack asses about it and you haven't been doing it, so start doing it now and start tagging me in it. Spread the revolution. Get the word out there. Get amongst it. Ten years next week. How good's that? Ten years. All because of you guys. Help us out. We'll help you out. Do it. All right. Time for the final thought. The Japanese flag is a pie graph of how much Japan is Japan. Think about it. Think long and hard. Until next time, I'm BE. Good to be back. Keep it real, blockheads. It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection. The perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10pm Eastern Standard Time. Along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have the hat cam, where I showcase my myriad of great looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you. 
<laughs> well, I mean, you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and boys and girls. Damo, uh, almost the end of the show. We're going to cover off a couple of stories. We nearly made it, buddy. We almost made it. I don't know how. We we didn't cover any of the content we originally had, but we we killed an hour. These are Uh, are my favorite shows, though, because let's be fair here. Like I, you know, I let's be fair here, Greeno. Uh, you know, like I, I know, I kind of know this podcast game after a few years of doing it, like branching out, going solo, Greeno. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've managed to build a little semi-successful, very small podcast, but a successful one. I mean, you know, we've yeah. we've been ranked, you know, outside of Vietnam, which is a good start. Uh, yeah. you know, very small but loyal audience who shows up every time. And by the way, I'll be back uh tonight, six p.m. uh U.S. East Coast time. Uh, for another edition of the Daily Boogie, just thought I'd get a little plug in there because that's how shameless I am. Uh, yeah, gotta squeeze me in. Because you're gonna do no, a plug on the show in about four minutes anyway when we do get to the plugs bit. Exactly. Um, but you Double know, I down. know this stuff. But you, you know, I've been saying to you, these, like, I'm just gonna open the kimono here. Let's do one. Of I those. like stories about pinatas. I'm gonna open the Have kimono. You got the, photo, the official block kimono ambassador. Uh, yeah. I, oh yeah. Oh shit. We do too. Actually, don't we? Uh, ah. Yeah. There you go. The official block kimono sponsor. Sponsored by there what's the name of the company again? Uh, Hannah. Uh, Hannah something. Hannah be, the label. Hannah the label. All right. I don't think it's yeah. Hannah. I think it's Hannah. Hana, I know you. You went out with a Lebanese girl once. How do they pronounce it, Greeno? <laughs> uh, Hana, Hana. We'll go with Hana. I, yeah, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's where it is. Hana. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Hana the label. Thank you for the sponsorship, by the way. Um. So you know, I I've been saying to you for years and years and years because you're like, no, no. Here's the rundown. Here's what we need to do because you. Let's be fair here. You're a forensic accountant, so you're very anal retentive when it comes to organization. I've always said, no, no, like don't, yeah. I don't want to run down. Just, just send me, like, don't, don't send me anything. Send me clips and stuff that you want to play, or send me articles you want to talk about, or whatever. But then, you know, that's it. Don't, don't have a plan. Let's just go in it. Let's just go in raw. And you're like, no, 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 no. But time, time after time, time after time. Uh, our best shows are always the ones where there is no rundown or at least where we don't follow it. 
I find. I think it. listening back, the show will prove that uh, our best shows are not when it's made. Today's <laughs> 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 pretty average. Nice, Gary. That's nice. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. It's been They're pretty all average. average. They're all average. Yeah. Oh, this is less average than usual. Less uh, average. <laughs> less average. Yeah. Like that's a thing. Yeah, let's let's uh, hit a stat man for me, please, sir. Okay. I'm a stat man. I mean, what didn't you like about tonight? Was it was it Chris Evans Milo? Like that was gold. No, baby. That, that gold. was the highlight. That was the highlight of the show. Everything else, just I don't know. It seemed a bit flat today. You didn't you, didn't you didn't like BE's report? BE's report was good. Okay. I said there were bits. I just uh, the overall overall run of it. I don't know. We talked about ah oh, because we talked about state of origin and your boys getting their asses handed to them again. Yeah, that there was a bit of bit of COVID talk at the start. And whenever we talk COVID, it's not not amusing. I thought it was amusing. I mean, it's pretty fucking funny when a whole state shuts down. <laughs> it's, it's pretty <laughs> funny when a whole state economically puts a shotgun in its mouth and blows <laughs> the back back of its head off because one guy lies to a bureaucrat. Like, that's pretty kidding. funny. Millions of people have been thrown under the bus because one dude was like, yeah, I was at a pizza place. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Um, no, we got the stat bear coming. Masters earlier this week, Dame. I love the Masters. Golf's uh, back, it, baby. Golf's, golf golf's should be the only sport that's unaffected by COVID because, you know, you don't have to stand next to anybody when you're playing yeah, golf. Yeah, stay the fuck away. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um Amazing stuff from Australian Cameron Smith this week. Mm. He's the only player in the history of the tournament. Uh-huh. We're talking eighty odd years that had all four rounds in the sixties. Really, that's incredible. It's never happened before. That's how tough the Masters always is. No one's ever had four straight rounds. Even Tiger in his prime, McIlroy, yeah, McIlroy, uh, Spieth when he had that awesome Mickelson, round. Mickelson when he had that like. Remember when Mickelson had like four or five years when he was just fucking unbeatable. Yeah. yeah. Well, except for Tiger. Except for Tiger. <laughs> He's the Sete Givenow of golf. <laughs> He's the Sete Givenow of golf. Um, now, uh, fuck a lot of good it did him because he still didn't win. Uh, because wow. Dustin Johnson hadn't had set a, a Masters record or tied a Masters record and won by another five strokes. He ended with 20 under Dustin Johnson. Wow. No Fucking nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I, mind you, Dustin Johnson. I quite like him because isn't he a no, real prick to everyone? Uh, look, I think he's he's dry. He's very he's dry. good. Yeah, a bit of he uh, he doesn't mind a bit of the uh, the party festivities either. Right, because he he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, no, you know, because Dustin Johnson is one of those guys who plays golf. Like he's happy to be in the top fifty because he makes enough to make a living. And like, yeah, that's good enough. You know, like he's a pretty laid back kind of a guy, isn't he? He's, he's world number one. Is he really world number yeah. one? Since when? <laughs> when four. did that happen? <laughs> For like a year now. Really? <laughs> yeah. He actually started taking his golf a bit more seriously. He's been wow. number one for a while. So that's yeah. how far out of see sports have just been like so far out of my you know out of my view for so long now. Because I remember twenty Dustin Johnson's been around for like twenty years. I wouldn't say twenty, but he's been around a while. He's he's the only guy who's blown four third round uh, major oh, leads in history. That's the one. Yes, of course. Yes, yeah. of course. So he, the he choker. was not choking on day four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he didn't choke after leading uh, in round three this time. He's got he's got it back in action, and yeah, got his first ever green jacket. I still find and- it amazing that he's world number one when you consider the like you know like the McElroys and stuff. Like he's that he's like, not up. John- Johnson's just amazing. He's he's had one of the best you know two years of golf that you know you've seen. Um, yeah, definitely a well earned number one. Now we were talking about this tournament at uh, in our punters club. And we were talking about, like, realistically, you know, golf's a bit of a crapshoot. You know, you've got your people that always can be there or thereabouts. But the, the majors, for the most part, it's a bit of a crapshoot. Uh, so we're like, here's an idea. Let's just bet on the people that have the hottest wives. 
Mickelson. <laughs> Phil Mickelson. So Dustin Johnson is married to uh, uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter, who's an absolute glamour. Really? So obviously okay. you got to put some money on Dusty. And then um, who's the other one? Oh, uh, Brooks Kepka. He, his wife's an absolute glamour as well. Admittedly, all their wives are glamours because they're all millionaires. So, yeah. you know, the, well, McEl- the boys look very attractive. McElroy, um, McElroy could have been up there if he hadn't have blown it with Wozniacki. Yeah, Wozniacki. Was it Wozniacki or Ivanovic? No, no it, it was Wozniacki. Wozniacki wasn't it? it was Wozniacki. Yeah. yeah. It was Adam Scott that was with Ivanovic. That's the one. That's the one. When did this show turn into a fucking woman's day? Yeah, celebrity gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Who's dating who? Who gives a fuck? Just on Um, golf, just on picking golf winners, sorry, like very quickly. I actually know a guy who's very, very good. Like people who follow golf like ridiculously, like religiously. I know a dude. So shout out to Ernie Banks on Twitter, who's Mm -hmm. uh, his Twitter handle is named after an old Cubs player, I think. But uh, sure is. Yeah. Mr. Cub, Damo. Mr. Cub. So Ernie Banks is actually like the few times, like we don't talk a lot. But he's a, he's massively into golf, and the few times when he's actually like made it public, like this guy will win, he he gets it right time after time. Mm. But it's not just like a crapshoot for him. He's like, no, no, this guy plays well on this kind of a course because he's got this kind of a swing, and he hits it this far, and that suits his fucking uh, he, it suits his slice and blah 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 blah. Mm. It's like it's as crazy as the horse racing guys, you know. So yeah. he he gets the golf winners well, like. You know, pretty often. Nice. But other than that, I've never met anyone who can pick a golf winner. So yeah, it's just such a crap shit. You just don't know. No. Um, sorry, Damo. I've just had some some urgent Milo uh, come through through the desk. Really, the, the committee. Uh, Mofo Storm fan, one of our our listeners, is has got in touch with the committee uh, in the break. He's like, "What really? what the fuck happened?" He he sent he sent through a contender for for the Milo rankings. Oh, he did too. That, with on. the the Milo original can that BE just advertised in uh in his BE report segment. Oh, and wow. because we didn't touch on 4 through to 10, he's yep. like, well, "Hang on. Like, well, what where did uh where did the Milo original can kind of fit in the rankings?" Uh Mofo missed the 10, mate. It missed, it missed the 10. <laughs> it missed the 10. I'm just looking through his Twitter timeline now. I'm just I'm hoping that he tweeted it on his timeline, but I can't find it. No, I'm I'm back at the, you know, I'm not going to put up pictures go. of Melbourne winning the grand final. That's for damn I, fucking I did, sure. I just <laughs> retweeted it. It's all good. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All good. Uh, unfortunately, that one, yeah, missed out. But uh, good news, though, uh, Mofo, it was ahead of Milo Yiannopoulos, you know, just on just on the download. Everybody's ahead of Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> hey, he's got to work harder. Um, no, we're going to wrap up the show. We're gonna wrap up the show with uh, cricket, Damo. Now we don't we don't care for the T Twenty horse shit, right? Mm-hmm. But every year it's on. No one gives a fuck. No one's yeah, invested like, in it. Like, um, I, people, hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll watch. Yeah, yeah. You and I will watch yeah. it and we'll talk about it. And you have a couple of beers when it's on. You're like, oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Good bowling stuff. But you, you like, if we yeah. lose, I don't care. You know. Yeah, there's no investment. It's on. It's entertainment. It's in the background. I go about my day. It's not like the test where I sit there and I will watch cricket for eight hours right. and not leave my couch. And like, I hate losing a one dayer. Like, even mm. one dayers are at a different level. They're not as investing as test cricket because you have to spend fucking five days watching it, I guess. Like, you don't want yeah. to lose something after five days of doing it. Yeah, you know? exactly. A one-dayer I hate losing as well, but 2020 is like, yeah, whatever, you lost. Whatever. 2020 feels like a fucking – it's luck more than – It's a crap – once again, that's a crap shoot. Absolutely. Yeah. If you might as well flip a coin. Anyone who bets on T20 is a lunatic. 
Like mm. I've got I've got like a serious gambling gambling problem because it is literally a flip of a Unless you've got the great um, Dirk Nannis in your team, then you bet on him. Every if time. you got if you got Nannis, <laughs> Nannis, Nannis, old school. That is very old school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Damo, the the big bash, they they had a dip in ratings last year. Uh, Channel Seven weren't happy. So Channel Seven's like, okay, BBL fucking sorted out. And, you know, the, the BBL have t- obviously taken people's feedback. Everyone's like, well, the tournament's too long. It just needs to be over the school holiday period. You need to right. cut it back. Right. It shouldn't be overlapping the test period, blah, right. blah, blah. And the, and the BBL's like, look, we, we fucking hear you. But we because, get it. because Channel 7 we, is basically the Microsoft. Channel 7 is the Google of sports coverage. They just go around and they're like, okay, so how much are you paying? How much are you getting paid for your cricket coverage? And they're like, oh, a billion dollars. It's like, okay, let's, let's pay $5 billion. Just yeah. to, they just go around and overpay everybody, and then they bitch about the sport. They bitch to the sport that nobody's watching it. It's like you're the mm. idiot who paid twice as much of what it's worth just so you yeah. can have it. Like they're like headhunters. They collect trophies. They just want to own everything. Channel Seven, fuck them, yeah. and fuck them, and also the fact that they didn't actually show all the games as well. They, yeah, that doesn't you know, help. Well, that doesn't, doesn't help. help. So, but look, look, we're here. It's, the tournament's too long. It's obviously too long. People aren't invested. We need short, sharp. We don't want it fucking up the test team. So they've taken all that on board and ignored that and said, look, fuck it. Here's some novelty rules. So under the new rules, they're doing a standard six-over power play split into two, an initial four-over period at the start of each innings, then a two-over power surge what? demo. What is going batting, on? What is this the shit? <laughs> what the oh, fuck is out. this, Greeno? Let Seriously. Which the batting side can use their discretion from the 11th over onwards. Now, the second change, Damien, you're going to love this one, uh, allow, allows teams to make an in-game substitution after the 10th over, bringing a 12th or 13th player onto the team sheet or an, an X-factor player for someone who isn't batted or bowled a maximum of this, a single this over. Would, this could only possibly appeal to people who have attention deficit disorder. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this? What are you doing to cricket? What the fuck is wrong with you, player. people? X Factor player. Have, have, all these, have all these teams been so stacked with talent? They've got this gun player that they choose not to On pick the in the starting 11. <laughs> what the fuck? No, no, no. We're going to keep our superstar off no, the ground. Yeah. yeah, he's the X Factor player. What yeah. fucking shit. Uh, but good news, Damo. Uh, good news. The, the the uh the competition points were obviously keeping fans away as well. So now competition <laughs> So now competition points will no longer be solely awarded based on the final result. What? Why, would we use the, why, would we, why would we use the result as a as a basis of competition points? And Instead the team winning the game isn't often, you know, the whoever, you know, to, to crown the champ I can't believe this shit. To crown yeah. the champion of a competition, if you're still judging it by how many games you win, I'm afraid you're a fucking dinosaur. It's yeah. got so much more to do with the X Factor player and how many fucking how many single mothers we can get watching the game. <laughs> On Thursday nights, that's what it's about. They they should award the winner to whoever had the best fucking ratings, Greeno. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're going to give three for a win and one a bonus point for whoever's leading at the ten over mark oh, in the second innings. The bonus point will go to the batting team if they're ahead of the equivalent score time, <laughs> or if the fielding team if they're behind. What, what a fucking circus! Who what like how joke. much? How much coke was consumed in the boardrooms before they came up with this shit? Fucking either too much or not enough. Not <laughs> like enough. It's not wasn't the happy medium, that's for damn <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs>
Fuck, uh, that's our show, Damo. Now, plugs. Before we get to plugs, next week, big special block show. Big uh, special block. We're going to be on the Saturday Australian time instead. We haven't decided on a time yet, whatever kind of works. Um, we'll, we'll nut that out during the week. But we're going to do a big special 10-year anniversary show. Uh, you're going to hear clips from our very first episode 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, you're going to have all your favorite segments from the last decade. <laughs> do do not do not listen to the next week's show if you want. You do not want to hear what we sounded like 10 years ago oh, when we no, it's, it's, our very it's first show. Oh wow. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, um, hey, how you going? Uh, welcome to TGLF. Uh, this is the starting mic. <laughs> Um, you know, hey, hey Greeno, have you heard this thing about cricket? Yeah, yeah, the thing with the the thing where they're gonna have a X Factor player. Man, that is so crazy. Doug yeah. Bollinger is awesome. He's the greatest cricket player ever. Uh, up up next, Kryptonite. Kryptonite. <laughs> Back announcing songs and shit. Oh God, it's gonna nah, be so gonna... fucking cringe. And that's nah, beautiful. We're gonna play a few segments. Uh, we've got some special things planned as well uh, from from a few blockheads out there. So. Should be a fun show. Uh, make sure you tune in. So no show next Friday night. Uh-huh. Uh, back on air Saturday. We'll actually do some promo for this one. Um, well, so Saturday it will be it will be late Friday night then, US time. Yeah, US time. Okay. So you know everyone will be nice and buzzed follow, by that point. Follow our twitters. Like follow at starting block one. We drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper. When we when we finalize a time and everything like that, we'll put it out there. Yeah. We'll make sure we'll make sure that everyone knows when we're going on and stuff. So. Yeah, and this isn't us like playing up the fucking narcissism and invertedness of the show. I don't know how the fuck we've done this show for 10 years. So at least we can do is at least fucking pat ourselves on the back for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think about it's very fucking narcissistic, isn't it? It's hugely. Listen to some old clips of this show that nobody's <laughs> ever fucking heard. <laughs> yeah, spot on. Uh, let's do our other plugs, Damo. Uh, like I said, follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper. I'll be back tonight, 6 p.m. US East Coast time with another edition of the Daily Boogie. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you could. Follow us on DLive. If you're listening to the podcast right now, then follow us on DLive, DLive.tv slash the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end to uh, join in in the live show and you can see people chatting and all of that kind of nice stuff. Thank you to BE from the UK for this week's BE report. And follow all of our friends. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Catch ya. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth? Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up. 
or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. <laughs> Yankee, you mean some irrelevant fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you farming for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.